it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. Clint Cassius, IFL TV, MTK Global. Feeling Miami? Clearly you are, mate. I'm feeling good. I'll tell you what, I went to the gym this morning and it was about 120 degrees in the gym because everyone's in there making weight, turn the heat up. And I reckon I dropped about 10 pounds. Did a nice little hour on a running machine. Feel great, mate. Obviously, looking very toned, chiselled. Can we have a look? Ah. <laughs> um, How are you? Who makes them shorts? Hilberquin. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Great Hilberquin. Yeah. What's going on there? I've got. Um, you may laugh about this actually, but they sent me a load of shorts, Hilberquin, and they said, "Could you post in the shorts?" So I sent them a picture. And they asked me not to post because they want me to be in their catalogue. You laugh, but so in the <coughs> summer really? two, summer 2020, I'm going to be the face of Vilberquin uh, shorts, not uh, other stuff. Just swim, swim. So basically, we'll just see a white person's legs, and you'll say that that's you. No, I'm I'm, the, I'm going to be. They want. There's Fully three in. different looks. The first one is with a life, uh, you know, like a lifeguard raft. Yeah. They want me down the beach like that. Like Hasselhoff, yeah. The other one is yeah. on a sunbed, just with a drink, like a cocktail or something like that. Um, and the other one is, I think they want me doing some kind of uh, dive off a rock or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> dive off a rock? Yeah. All oh, right, okay. Like mid-dive. You're so convincing. Like this is why you're a good promoter, mate, honestly. Shout out to Vilberquin. If you've got any free shorts, Treble XL, hit me up. Them shorts are dear, aren't they? <laughs> They're lovely. <laughs> what? about 140 yeah. quid plus um, we didn't really talk properly about Gibb and Paul yesterday I know uh, you've got three world title fights yeah. on the bill but I do want to talk to you about Gibb yeah. and Paul today you just had the, the pre-weigh in here mm. everything was on, on point for yeah that. it was um, it's a bit less of a circus than KSI Logan Paul I mean it's not as big firstly um, and I think that Gibb 
Gibby's not as comfortable as KSI is around the madness, do you know what I mean? Like, he's not used to the madness. And Jake Paul is, but he's a bit nutty as well. So, um, I think both guys truly have trained really hard. I think they really, really, really want to win. And I think they're not... I think KSI and Logan Paul felt like it was just about the views. Do you know what I mean? This time feels actually more, it's about the win. And uh, I have to be honest, like, you can't take this stuff too seriously, but I'm quite excited for this fight. Just because I think last time, you know, we talked about, oh, we've got Devin Haney on the undercard, we've got Billy Joe Saunders on the undercard. But, and actually, the, the fight of the night was KSI Logan Paul. Here, you have a stronger card where you have three world championship fights. Will Gibb against Jake Paul be the fight of the night? I'd be very surprised if it was because you've got all this quality, but everything that I do, every decision that I make, there is a method behind it. And the method to this is, is that we drove hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of subscribers to DAZN for the last fight, and a huge percentage of them have stayed. And what that means is, the ones that have stayed got to see Joshua Ruiz, got to see Jacob Chavez, got to see Mungia last week. So they've been watching boxing. And the whole argument to this thing is, we're driving a new fan base and audience to the sport. Um, and you know, the argument is, yeah, but will they stay? Will they? Well, the answer is, yeah, they have. Will they watch? Yeah, they have. So I believe it's working. It's not always going to be everyone's cup of tea. But, you know. Just coming on to KSI, obviously his manager, Liam, is here. Is that alright with the sun? Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. What? Are you talking to him about yeah, whether just he comes? To him. He wants to fight again. I mean, he's coming tonight for Speed O'Reilly says he won't fight, probably. I think it's like, I think KSI, it was such a big win for him, such a big moment that it's going to take something. Substantial. If I was KSI, the only way I would fight again is if someone gave me a load of money or there was actually someone that I wanted to really fight. He would quite like to bang out Jake Paul. So, but again, <laughs> I spoke to Liam and Liam's like, you know, if that fight happened, it would have to be at least 90 10. I'm like, oh, don't start, don't get into that, Liam. This is just a YouTube fight. So, 90 10? Yeah, because it's like obviously the views and all this sort of stuff. It's like, but guys, if you want to fight, great. If you don't, like, leave it. But again, I don't want to be doing... I want to do probably two or three of these a year. That's it. Tops. So, but the problem is... What, is, are you talking about on the scale of KSI Logan Paul no, or in general? In, in general. Two or three? Yeah. You stretch to one every other month. No. <laughs> or just for your views. <laughs> no, but look, we're, we're going in... We've pretty much got the schedule working till the end of April now, and there's no other YouTube fights till the end of April. So will we do one in the summer? Possibly. We're, we're talking to... There's been... You know, everyone knows publicly Antonio Brown has come in to fight Logan Paul. Antonio Brown is one of the biggest sports stars in America, un unquestionably. So there is interest in that. Um, there is also two or three, one sports star and some other people in the UK who I'm talking to about doing a KSI fight. And like, but this is huge level stuff. This, so will we do something like that in the summer? Possibly, but the next YouTube sports star fight we'll look at is in the summer. So again, don't think that there's one in Feb, there's one in March, there's one in April, because there isn't, sorry. That's all right. 
If you could list me three dream YouTube fights for the year. It's not really about YouTube. I think the whole thing for me is not YouTube Not fights. necessarily well, you're YouTube talking about fights. I'm talking sports about stars. I mean, I'd love to do yeah. Antonio Brown against Logan Paul because yeah. it's just so big in America. Yeah. And it brings in, you know, we've got this YouTube audience right now, but the Antonio Brown fight brings in a whole new audience, as would someone like a Rio Ferdinand, uh, Wayne Rooney, uh, you know, all these kind of guys who we know have got a history of boxing and might want to have a go themselves. Is Rooney interested? Rooney's always interested in a fight. I haven't had any talks with him about, you know, numbers and stuff like that. He wanted to fight Jonathan Ross. You might have heard it on BBC, uh, No Passion, No Point, Eddie Hearn's podcast. Yeah, is that the thing that like didn't get commissioned for a second uh, series? Me, I'd like to tell you, they've asked me to do another series, and right now I'm considering it. You're considering yes, it? because it's just time-consuming. Yeah, I know, mate. You're, yeah. you're here, there, and everywhere, aren't you? Yeah. Um, well, we've got unscripted drops today, I think. Yeah, looks good. Did you ever chat to Wiley if he wants to get in the ring with Stormzy? Wiley would love to get in the ring with Stormzy. What I wanted to do was something a bit different. I wanted to have the battle at the O2, but not in the ring, on the stage. So I wanted Stormzy and Wiley battling at the O2 with a big undercard with other grime artists. And I wanted to have some kind of element where we could make some kind of donation to an inner city charity or a knife's down charity or something like that. And I thought it would be absolutely huge. But? Nothing, but I spoke to Wiley about it. He was up for it. I don't think Stormzy... I think that you've got the two who are on at the moment. Sorry, Wiley, but Stormzy is the biggest star at the moment, isn't he? And it's whether he's looking at it and going, mate, I don't want to go and do a show with you. I mean, there's a lot of money to be made in that. And I've never done a music event before, so I quite fancied it. But it's only high in the sky stuff. But It's quite interesting. You're mm. delving into it's that something market. that I want to get into. Is it? Yeah. Is not... It? not not, not grime battling, but music. I want to start creating music events as well. Really? What, under the matching banner? Yeah. That's interesting. Oh, she's gone over. Um, so, is someone getting knocked out? Careful what you say. Ten ounce gloves, no head guards. Someone's getting knocked out. I, I bet you. Do you think they are or do you think they're not? Points. Okay. 50 quid. 100 quid. To a charity of the other person's choice. 50 quid. Okay. 50 quid. We know you pay your bets. Why, which one? The last one. I never saw the daylight. Uh, what bet? We had a bet. What was it? Oh, shut up. We did have a bet oh, and you didn't pay what? up. How much was it? It was some comments from about Colleen Rooney. And Vardy. And Vardy. We had a bet. And what lots was the bet, of bet. Yeah, but when you said, I don't think... Well, it's on the video, so I'm not making went, it up. I bet you he did, and I, and nah, I mate, lost. We so. had a bet, and you called it on. You never paid All right, me. well, go back, and someone tell me what it is, and I'll pay it's it. It's not going to be hard to find that yeah. one. So How are you? I'm all right. You happy? I'm always happy. What's there not to be happy about? You've got to live your life, haven't you? Yeah. Too many miserable, negative people in the world still. Tomorrow though. is never promised. Rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. Absolutely. What? I mean, it's weird. In, in things like that, I've never met Kobe Bryant, and I'm not even really like growing up. Jordan was one of my big like heroes. Didn't really watch a load of basketball. Obviously, I've seen Kobe Bryant play. Didn't know a huge amount about. But when someone like that, you start actually watching their interviews and realizing how how much he touched people and inspired and motivated them, you almost feel like you knew him. 
And when the news came in about his daughter, you know, I've got a 10 year old daughter, I just like, well, I just, it's absolutely brutal, brutal. It's very difficult to have, you know, people who've got very strong faiths in God, stuff like that. I, I have faith in God. I'm not overly religious. But it's very difficult, isn't it, to find a reason as to why, you know, if you're, if you're a believer, why would that happen, you know, and, and God's plan, blah, blah, blah. I don't know where I'm going, it's going a bit deep, but it just doesn't seem fair, does it, really? You know, and, and you know, the sad thing about it is I feel like everything that he achieved, he, he had so much more to give in his life, and I think he spent his whole life committed to something, and then he become almost free. You know, when it was all over, like his career, it's like, oh, now I can live my life. I can spend time with my daughters now. I can really inspire the next generation and this and that. And it got taken away from him. Gutter, really. You know, and you've got to think about his wife. I was talking to her about, you know, talking to my missus about it, saying, imagine, like, he's got three, three kids and his wife, and they've got to go, oh, mate. Well, there was others in the helicopter as well. Yeah, of course. Just... I mean, they don't, you know, apparently he's a very good baseball trainer, a coach in there as well, and, and then they'll never get the, you know, the noise that Kobe Bryant will. But again, you know, there was another young child in there that got taken away from her family. It's, it's a gutter, mate. Um, but we have to, it, it, it's, it's a shame that something like that has to teach us about living every day like it's your last, about being positive, about being nice to people, about, you know, we should do those things anyway. Yeah, for a but while, and then people forget after a while, like true. in yeah, a few it weeks. It is, but I, that's, people forget. Um, again, you know this like Mamba mentality that he had? Even there's been situations where, I know it sounds a bit soppy, but since he passed, where I've actually said that to myself in the head, you know, and it might be a little thing, you know, when you've got to go and, I don't know, go and do another meeting or even, sounds a bit soppy, but even when I was on a running machine this morning and I was absolutely fucked and I had another seven minutes to go, I started thinking about him, thinking about, how, you know, what would, what would he have done? And this whole mentality of trying to actually not be average and achieve something and never give up and all that, you know, we need to take that. And that's his legacy, you know? And I think that's how he would like to be remembered. Again, don't, even, don't know a great amount about the guy, but when you read his quotes about positivity and about trying to achieve something and how hard you've got to work to get it, a lot of that is the same kind of mantra that I, I live by as well. And it makes you realise that you're never going to stop negativity, right? You, but it's how you take it in. So there's no point saying to people, stop being so negative. Stop making these miserable little comments. Because that's their life. That you, you can't control that. What you've got to control is your mindset, which is don't be affected by negative comments, positivity, and you be the good person. You be the positive person. You don't be the one that has the negative problems, the one that sits on her ass, the one that moans. You're the guy who, you, you're a get up and go person. You know, and that's the mentality that he lives by. So when you don't really want to do it, when you can't be asked, get up and do it. You know, and work as hard as you can every day because I think that what, what, what his passing has taught me is you've got like this, we've, I'm 40, 41 this year. Same age as when he passed. Like, I'm, I'm getting towards that age now where anything could happen in my life. I could drop dead tomorrow. I could have a massive heart attack. Like anything, you know? So it's not like we're 10 and we're like, oh, well, we've got another 80 years. Like, I don't know, you know, I feel as though I'm in good shape, but who knows what could happen? Could walk into a car today, could have a heart attack tomorrow, could die, anything. But is, is, that, is that your mentality when you're making decisions in your life about 
anything, not necessarily in boxing, but in anything that you think to yourself, you could literally walk out the road. Not really. Not, and get not really. I don't, I don't. So I just, think just do it. I think, if you want to do uh, it, do it. Do you have that mentality? Really. My mentality is more. I think I'm, I'm at fault a lot by not thinking about that kind of stuff. I just. Everything's a blur to me, so I just get up a million miles an hour, and you never get a chance to really reflect. Stuff like spending time with your family and stuff like that, that's when you start thinking, wow, like, can you imagine uh, passing away or becoming ill and thinking, I just wish. Like, if I say something like that happened to me now, someone come up to me and said, Tubby, you've only got three days to live. I would sit there and I would just regret so much that I didn't spend more time with my family. So, we know that I've got a commitment of family business and a legacy and all this kind of stuff and the will to win in what I do, but nothing should be strong, you know, nothing should overtake that, you know? So if there's something right now that you feel like if you lost your life now, you would regret, you have to mend that, in my opinion. And it is what it is, like, there's no way around it. I can't try and be the best at what I do here without making sacrifices at home. But when you think of that, and that was that was really the the gutting thing about Kobe Bryant is that all the sacrifice. Like, do you realise how selfish he would have been during his career? Like time. And one of the reasons he even got a helicopter was that so that he could make it back quicker and spend more time with the kids. If it's a pickup from school, you know, you, I saw an interview of him saying that. But the sacrifices that he would have made to be the greatest, when that's all over, and he finally said, you know what? Now finally I can enjoy my life. I can see my kids grow up, I can inspire them, I can do this. That's when it got taken away from me, and that's the sick thing about that. So for me, but I really feel like it, to, to, to be the best, you have to make that commitment, you have to make it selfish, but there needs to be a moment when you draw the line and say, I'm done, and now I'm giving it all to you. Not the company, not the wealth, I'm giving my time and my devotion all to you. And that is what I feel at the moment. That's the mentality that I have. That so at some point in the future, I'm done. And when I'm done, you got me. Do you know what I mean? Like that, but don't. But you don't want it to be too late, is what I'm saying, you know? We've been talking to Lou DiBella a lot, and obviously mm. there's not many more people experiencing the game than, mm. than Lou DiBella. And you always get the feeling from Lou that he feels like in this kind of modern age of boxing that he's kind of being pushed out, if you mm. like. Um, but for yourself, who's kind of fair to say at the peak of what you're doing Probably, at the moment yeah. um, do you wait till you're going to get pushed out or it's, it's changing or do you leave on the top if you're on the top um, my dad walked away from boxing because he fell out of love with it and he just thought I'm not enjoying it anymore and an opportunity arose for him to make a lot more money doing something else which at the time was darts um, and there isn't a day that goes past where he thinks, I wish I was in boxing again. You know what I mean? So it is probably the worst sport, and Luda Bella will tell you this, the worst business, sorry, to be in. But my God, does it give you some fun. And does it give you some highs. And I mean, look at us now. We're in Miami, we've got a show on Thursday, right? The experiences that we're getting, traveling around the world, seeing stuff, we, no, we, don't, we won't realize that till it's gone. But uh, I don't want to be the guy who's... We've always said in all our interviews how bitter boxing can make you. And I've 
I hope and I, I do believe that, that I haven't got to the bitterness stage yet, but it will come. And I don't want to be that guy. I watch these other guys, I watch Frank Warren stuff, but I just think, oh my God, you are so miserable. You are so um, angry, you know? I don't want to be that guy. And I don't blame them for it because I know it's the business and it's, the, and it's so frustrating. But you don't know what in 20 years time how your mentality have been with I don't want no I don't I don't I don't look, you know the way I feel at the moment I don't want to be doing this in 20 years time I'd like to be out I'd, I'd like to be I want to do Will you new, still be doing it at 50 possibly I do think maybe 10 years is might be the cap who knows I'm, I'm not going anywhere now I can't I've got a probably doing a new UK deal soon I've got a big US deal that I've got to deal with you know we are making a lot of money and we are being deal. what I'm gonna have to at some point. Well, I'm not gonna. I've only got a year and a half of my Sky deal left, and I'm not gonna walk away after a year and a half. So are you yes. talk to Sky at the moment? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I don't. I don't want to. Um, I want to try and bring through Frank and you know other members of the team. And there will come a time in the next couple of years where my dad, who is 72, will start to, you know lose his marbles a little bit or will say I don't want to do as much anymore and I'll be drawn into other areas of the business other sports you know development of the business there's so many stuff so much stuff we're talking about now it's music you know TV content documentaries films like there's so much stuff going on behind the scenes with Matrim and I think as he moves away I will have to take more control of that business so I need Frank and I need those guys and Ross to step up so and take over. Who who fills your space when you move away? Frank. Frank. Yeah. So is Frank effectively the heir to your yes, throne? Yes, for, for boxing. Yeah, for and, boxing. and actually, well, it's not just boxing. Frank's got the ability to deal with every sport as well. One of the best operators in the game right now. And that's the reason for that is, is that he joined at 15. He's been with us 11 years, you know? <coughs> Sometimes I still look at him as a 15, 16-year-old, but he is one of the best. The difference, you know, Frank's much better, better than me at dotting the I's and crosses and T's. What well, all I am is a performer. I'm a seal. Like when you turn up, you know, and you say to me, hey, do this, do one of these, do one of these, you know, and I'm just that guy, I don't know, that gets rolled out to the press conferences, and I'm a salesman. I sell, that's what I do. I'm a promoter. You know, I'm not gonna be filing and drawing up contracts and dealing with site agreements, and that's, I get the deal done. That's what I do. I go in, I get the deal done, and then I pass it over. But Frank will have to, in time, be that showman guy who rocks up to the presses, does his stuff, does the deal, and someone else will be in the position. My neck is burning up here, by the way, as well. Um, you know what I mean? So, yeah. It's, it's a young man's sport, you know? The problem is with uh, Bob Arum and Frank Warren, they can't relate to the, the audience. It's not a criticism of, of them being... They're very good promoters. They've been around a long time. But they're just same. Same goes with my dad. You know, he, he can't. No, no. The audience today in boxing. Do you really think they want to listen to my dad talking? Like, okay, the stories are quite fun, but no. And that's why Frank is not doing it anymore. And Bob, you know, still got a good business, but it's not relatable to the audience. It's very hard. I, I don't know. We're, we're going to wrap it up now. We are. Yeah. It's a bit deep. It's a bit deep. We like going deep, don't we? Um, didn't really. I know you made some comments yesterday, um, didn't really finish off on the whole Joshua Pula thing, but you have more or less confirmed that he's in the UK. Not definitely, I see. 
No, the problem is, I do these interviews and I wake up the next morning and it's like, Hearn confirms Josh. I said, I didn't. I just said it looks like it's in the UK. Anything could happen. But, right, Pulev want, wants it not in the UK. He wants it somewhere where they can he can make more money. Joshua wants it in the UK. So that's what we're trying to do. Okay. Well, you've got a final say, haven't you? No, never. This is what this is what makes me laugh. So I will report to the boss that he's Anthony Joshua. No, when I say you, I mean you as in you and Joshua. Not the team, yeah, because if he don't want to go somewhere he don't want to, he'll give up the belt. And Poole will miss his payday and they think they can win the fight. Does there that... is, look, the uh the protege. There is. Does that belt go on the line then if he gets vacated for Usek and Chisora? No, because it's the IBF. Of course it yeah, is, what we're talking about. Talk to me about the WBO situation. There's rumours about that belt being on the line. No, no. Uh, I think Usyk will fight Chisora. Just tying that up at the moment. And then... But there'll be no vacant belt on no, the line. No, no. The winner will fight... Uh, the winner of Joshua against Pulev will fight the winner of Chisora and uh, Usyk. I'm beginning to think as well that it's more likely that Dylan White is going to fight in America now. Is Maybe. It? Maybe, not guaranteed. Just working on it. So we get one back and then we lose one. Well, that's how it works, isn't it? That's called life, mate. Fair enough. All right, got the weigh-in right. today. Uh, if you're in Miami, turn up to the W Hotel. Yeah, and the after party as well. Yeah. And don't forget to tune in this Thursday. Sky Sports in the UK, DAZN in the US, and Fight TV around the world. Edward, thank Over you very much. Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast, sponsored by William Hill, in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work, limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.